ladies and gentlemen, I uh I I made a phone call tonight after I was preparing for one thing and I and I was successful. I got through the line. I got the real Dwayne Allen. What up, bro? What up, dude? Nothing. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Yes. Ah, what's up, bro? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Talking a little wrestling. So oh, the horns blazing in the that's all I got. <laughs> man, oh man, tonight. Uh, you know, um I sat around all day. Mm-hmm. I heard there was gonna be a big announcement. Mm-hmm. I heard that there was gonna be somebody walking through the forbidden door. And I bro, I'm, I'm so sick of that. I don't even cut you off. You know me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, bro, like I'm over it, man. <laughs> Talk to him, bro. I'm sick. I'm sick of this fake war because it's not a real war. There's not. There's no real competition going on. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? It's just it's always a cash grab. Oh, somebody's it's a free agent sign. Like, man, that's like it bothers me that all of AEW's big moments will always be overshadowed by free agents signing contracts, you know, and why why all your originals are slowly fading to black. I got no issues with it, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, come on, man. Like I'm over it. it it's not just AEW, AWW too. Like, I'm done with it. Like, bro, keep who you're gonna keep, release who you're gonna release. Let's move forward. You guys are killing my experience. I'm too old for this. <laughs> Talk about it, man. That's why you I'm have saying, a show, bro. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm saying, man. It's just like, come on, bro. Like, who cares? Like, I hate, I don't have time to be spending conversations talking about who's coming in. It's, like, it's not even real war. See, I grew up, I, I grew up on the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. Right? That was a real war. So to see talent show up on opposite shows, like it was, it was for real. It was a big, big deal. It didn't, it didn't matter. Either who it was when IRS shows up as whatever his WCW name was, when uh when Bossman shows, Street. that's what it was, yep. And then when Bossman shows up as Big Bubba Rogers, you know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't even, and age. Yeah, yeah, he had quite a few names. It didn't matter. It didn't matter, right? It was a real war. You saw, you saw legit main event Hall of Fame talent, like you know, getting older still won the last run. This this stuff with AEW and WWE is just getting old. I'm over it. Wow, it's it's getting old. You know, it is, man. It doesn't mean anything. Like it's it's hot for a week and a half, and it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go anywhere. Like guys who are going to get guys who are certain guys going to get opportunities. Other guys going to fade to black. You 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 hit it right on the head. Um, I I can't even add to it. I but I you know I'll say this. Here I go. It's been a lot of that for me. It's been a lot of every time I see somebody come on the screen, I think of the subtraction. I think of right. okay, you just added this person who's coming off. You know. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I will say this. Mm-hmm. MJF is still the hottest thing on AEW. Big time. It, 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 he's when when he's opening the show. Mm-hmm. He comes out there every week. He just gets more obnoxious and more obnoxious. And I'm like, man, this is must-see television for me. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, we're going to talk about Keith Lee. We're going to talk about Jay White. But I just had to point that out there. Like, he's in a program with CM Punk. And I'm more, and I'm the most interested in CM Punk. Besides his initial debut and, you know, get ready, see how he, the match was with Darby. I'm right. more interested in CM Punk now than I've been. His whole time, mm-hmm. 
You know, no, and I'm like, I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying I was. Um, I think he's probably one of the most consistent things about AEW. You know what I mean? And he doesn't overdo it. He has yeah. uh he killed EC3. Right? Like yeah. like when, when we first saw MJF, we were like, well, shoot, MJF was just another, you know, kind of a, a a reiteration of what EC3 originally was, but he does EC3 better than EC3. You know, and, and, and EC3 was was really obnoxious when he first when he first debuted that character, which was very original. It was one of the few original things that impact wrestling. I don't know if it was still teenage wrestling at the time. No, I think it was completely impacted at that time. You know, I actually had come up with in regards to a guy that was a nobody in NXT and really became something, made a name for himself, you know, and then the bell rang. But I'm not here to talk about that. Go, but ahead. Go ahead. You got to say the line. MJF is just. He... Oh, man, I know what I did. You know Sorry, what I mean? I hear. Mm, okay. I hear. Yeah, I, yeah I, I pause for a moment. Every time I see this, it's the blinking. I, I figured I figure out. Is that, you know the crazy part is? It's not actually you. Like, I see you blanking out, but it's really me because I watch the playback and I'm the one that goes out. Oh. <laughs> so. I, I was sitting there because I, I wanted to hear your line about EC3. Oh, yeah. I said it. I said, you know, but then the bell rang. No, Still, that other he, one. He, he can't wrestle. He can't wrestle with a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got to forgive me, but if you can't pop, with your friends, then who can you pop with? I was trying to be different this time. I was like, let me not say my usual my usual spiel, but it, it doesn't make it any less true. Nah, man, I'm a bigger fan of my friends, especially you and uh, our marketing manager who who snuck in the uh, the um, I don't know if you see on the screen, but he he doesn't actually snuck in on the show. <laughs> Where's he at? But I'm a... Where's you did he? <laughs> uh, hold on, we're gonna add. There he is. But now we got to change all this other stuff. We got Hugh Diddy in the building. Sure did. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, look, it's Hazmat. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, brother? What's going on? <laughs> Making much, his debut all the way <laughs> from the marketing side of the wrestling realm. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Hugh Hazmat Scott. <laughs> That's me. That's me right here. I said, where's the applause sound check effect? The you gear, got all the... Check the gear. Check the shirt out, though. There we go. Loving it, loving it. Nice to be here talking to you, fellas. I, like, My bad, this... I'm eating blueberries right now. Like, man, you do whatever you want to do. Listen, this is <laughs> the, 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 com the conversation that became that much cooler every time he was involved. <laughs> it sure do, though. Like, like that's what people don't understand. It's one thing when it's just us, but the level mm -hmm. of cool goes through the roof when Hugh Diddy's involved because he's got to be the coolest wrestling fan. Like, He's never phased by anything, but he has a he has a he has an opinion on everything, and it's hilarious. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Though. He's sitting at all the shows, chilling too. Big chiller. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do. But uh, yeah, the realness has laid it out about how he feel about this fake forbidden door. I'm over. It. How you, you don't like you don't, you don't like the forbidden door, man. Here's the thing. I have no problem with Forbidden Door, but it gets old. Like, we've been doing this for months now. Hey, there's a a special free agent signing. And it's just like, come on, bro. Like, it, and it, it, the conversation gets old. Right. The Twitter conversation. He's gone again. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. But yeah, he was saying, you know, the conversation's getting old. And it's it's got to be more to it, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm back on. Like I said, it just it gets old after a while. You know what I mean? Like every week, oh, who's it going to be? Who cares at this point? <laughs> there are no more needle movers. If John Cena or Roman Reigns or, you know, one of the top dogs are going to sit. Bro, I said the same thing. I right, said the right. same thing. No more needle movers. And he was going to say John Cena or Roman Reigns or somebody like a Randy Orton. Or you know, but yeah, go ahead and finish. But it, exactly, it's got, tuned in, bro. I mean, I mean, it it does, but does it really? For a little while, anyway. You see what I I'm saying? Like it watch. gets you watching. Mm -hmm. It gets you watching. Right. Get me wrong. Look, I watched. I had not watched AEW in months. I'm I'm not lying to you. But since that that uh that message was was displayed out there into the Twitter world. 
I was just like, look, I'm gonna check in and see who it is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it brought. Don't it get me wrong. I, I, I do. I do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. But the constant conversation of. That's what it boils down to. The 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 constant conversation of who's coming, yeah. who's here, who's coming. Yeah. You know, who's it going to be this week? And, and like he said, I mean, at, at this point, I said, you know, anybody was going to be a letdown. I think I, I was actually uh, talking to Britt Waters, and I said the only person I think you could really get me and I would be excited for would be Okada, and we know he's not coming. Right. Oh yeah. That would be crazy. You know, just realistically speaking, like, I mean, obviously, like, John Cena, Rock, Randy Orton, Stone Cold not going to AEW, you know? When 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 the heavy hitters jump ship, then we can talk. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's very few guys that, like, choose to say, I'm leaving where I'm at to go f- to greener pastures. And that was the original narrative back when it mattered. You know what I mean? Doing the Attitude Era, doing the Monday Night Wars. Like, yeah. guys were at the top of their game saying, yeah, I'm at the top of my game, and I'm still willing to leave because there's a better opportunity elsewhere. You know what I mean? So here we are in 2022, and, you know, every week and a half, somebody that got released, oh, somebody's coming through the forbid. I was like, come on, man. We live we yeah. live in a digital yeah. wrestling age where we have all the information. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear about the dirt sheets. You're going to hear about the spoilers. You're going to hear about, you see what I'm saying? So it doesn't make it as fun because you now all day you speculating. Oh, you got a list of 30 names in front of you that just got released that you had that you're fans of, and now you got to hear, you got to instead of having a regular wrestling conversation about what's going on with the product, what's going on with new talent, what's going on with the actual, actual shows, you're trying to speculate who who AEW's trying to bring in next. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, I'm personally too old for it. I'm just I'm over it, man. Like I've I've seen it before on, on the high level. Now I'm watching this mm-hmm. watered water down version of it, and I don't have time for it. <laughs> it's like all right, I think- like like all day all, all, all on wrestling Twitter, all I heard was speculation about you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yo. Yeah, you said all day you oh, okay, okay. I just make sure I, I thought I dropped out. All you see is all you speculation about who's gonna be, who's gonna be, who's gonna be, who's gonna be. And I'm like, bro, there's nobody really out there right that's gonna, that's, that's going to be. Tony Khan gasses it up, like it's gonna be such a, a game changer situation, and, and it hasn't. You got CM Punk, and you got Daniel Bryan, and then the, the nostalgia has worn off at this point. Now you're enjoying what they bring to your product today versus you capitalizing off the hype of yesteryear, right? Mm-hmm. CM Punk was a huge deal because he hadn't wrestled in, in however long he hadn't wrestled, you know, right. respect respectably so. But now CM Punk has gotten into the mix of, okay, now he's a part of AEW. He's working with young guys. He's working with MJF and, you know, all these others, you know, that's, and it's, he's doing a great job. I mean, I don't, I don't knock him one bit. You know what I mean? But it's not making any AEW's numbers go up anymore. You know, they got the same diehards that they've been catering to, which is good. But at the same time, from a business perspective, you're always talking about new money. And, and if, you, if you're the owner of the company and you're self-promoting, I'm like, man. You you trying to trick me into watching your product because then when I watch your product and I try to get invested in it, I'm let down. Because the hype that you brought to your thing that you want me to catch, I'm like, now, now I'm let down, now I don't trust you. Yep. After a while, you get tired of the smoke and mirrors. And and I know what a good surprise is because I've experienced it already. So you can't pull the wool over my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't have to like wrestling that much because I have access to it whenever I want to. I don't have to accept that. If you, right. if you say, oh, this is going to be the greatest free agent signing in our company history, and then it's not, I'm going to say, yo, you lied. <laughs> like, nah. So then the next time you say, no, seriously, we got a serious free agent, he, he might, but I'm not interested. It was no different than guys leaving and going, going to TNA. You know? Mm-hmm. Sure, right. it, it, it provided a buzz, but it didn't move the needle. <laughs> they, it didn't put those in, in any better shape of actually being a legitimate competitor, it was just a great alternative, which which I have no problem with, which I think AEW is. It's a great alternative. But like I said, man, don't, you know, I just... That, that's 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 what ruined my whole wrestling week. I think I just had an angry rant. We haven't had yeah. that in a while, in, in a while but I think <laughs> that's did. what I just did. He did. He definitely did. <laughs> like, well, at what this is, point, what? yo, I just want to enjoy the product in front of me, bro. Like, I don't want all the extra stuff, all the speculation. Like, man, come on, man. Like, I'm going to have regular conversations. That's why I like... Go ahead. (laughs) No, go ahead. I wanted to let you finish. 
No, nah, I mean, I was just saying, like, that's like when I have regular conversations, I guess it's supposed to be what we do is it's supposed to be intelligent. It's supposed to be insightful. We're supposed to just spitball and snowball downhill on, on, on wrestling. That's what makes it fun. That's why we love what we do. Not the stupid stuff, the speculation and the dirt sheets and the whole so-and-so is not happy. And that I'm like, come on, man. Like now, now the people I want to have conversations with want to talk about other stuff that's irrelevant. On, on wrestling Twitter or wrestling social media, instead of we talking about something else, we talking about speculation because Tony Tony Khan's trying to pop a rating. You know what I mean? It's not making much of a difference in the demographic. But that's just me. I mean, what do I know? <laughs> Well, well, let's talk about what we saw tonight. We mm-hmm. saw a switchblade, Jay White. Now he, you know, he showed up backstage, beat up um, the, the guys that they was beating up or whatever. And Adam, you know, the Bucks are telling Adam Cole oh. like, you know, it was funny because like they catching up to speed and me as well. Would reminded me they said like, yo, you gotta let us know about these surprises. You know, him and Kenny had beef the last time. Now, Dwayne, I know. That's been, you know, you've been somebody who, like, you you introduced me, told me, like, yo, this Jay White guy, you know? Yeah. How, how did you feel when you saw him? Because me, when I was like, I was like, oh, so that's a surprise. All right. Like you said, like, I should be excited in some way, but it's kind of like I'm expecting bigger, which, you know, dare say I, it came later. But Jay White. I, I wanted to be excited, mm-hmm. but I really couldn't because now Jay, Jay White's my guy. And I think a guy like him would be a perfect fit for AEW, right? And I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking before all the WWE guys showed up. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Before the Adam Cole, like when AEW was like trying to figure out what it was, like right around the time Matt Hardy got there. You know, yeah. You know, kind of right into the COVID, where they kind of just had all the young originals, and they had a few established names. I said, man, a guy like Jay White would ben- Jay White would benefit from this type of stage because you could literally build something around him. He can carry his own weight with his character. But then, like I said, I saw him show up on Impact already. Right, yeah. and then maybe a week or so ago, I see him show up on Impact again with the Bullet Club that I didn't even think was still in existence, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Like it's it like that moment has been it's been ruined for me now to see him in AW. I, I I'm loving the fact that he was doing whatever he was doing. I like it. You know what I mean? Like like that's those things I don't mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think he. Of course, he's not. I don't think he's there for a permanent basis. I think he's just doing a you know. You know the the talent ex- exchange partnership thing. Of course, you know, and it doesn't surprise me because John Mox is about to uh, challenge somebody else. If and, and he's going, his he's ready to do his New Japan loop. You know what yeah. I mean? So that doesn't surprise me. But man, I, I I love it. Like that's that that part of the quote unquote forbidden door. I don't mind it. Like that's that makes it fun because now you have me tuned in enough to say, well, shoot, who from another company is going to show up on your show? Yeah. Not 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 a, a free agent signing, slamming the door and signing the contract. And, come on, that what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So Jay, Jay White is a guy that I think um, I, I watched him from the beginning. Like I watched him when he didn't have a gimmick, when he was just doing his excursion in Ring of Honor, and I knew he always had something in him to transform into what he is now, the Switchblade. And the he's everywhere. He's everywhere but WWE. You know, mm-hmm. I think the WWE audience is the only audience that probably wouldn't know who he was. Right. Um, but I was happy to see him. Yeah. As Matt, what would you think? I, I was happy to see him. I'm not gonna lie. Switchblade, man, like it, it kind of reminded me. See, like look at him sitting back fooling. <laughs> yeah, just telling right see. I was about to say, yo, you see how comfortable I got. I was about to say the same thing. Uh-huh. I was gonna wait till you finish your thought first. I wasn't gonna cut you off because I knew you to say something profound. But I was like, "Yo, I was like, yo, anybody peep how cool that answer was?" But go ahead, Brody's beating to the punch. <laughs> oh man, y'all funny! I was about to say, funny, "Yo, man. how cool is that answer, bro?" I, <laughs> I hope to be as cool as you one day, yo. He's, see how smooth that was? He sat back. Uh-huh. And said, yo, look, man, check, check this out. I'm, I'm cool with it. It was man. just I like natural you. too. Like, you just boom. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you just a naturally cool guy, yo. All right, y'all done now? Y'all good? No, hold on. Thank you. The, title for the, night, Brian Ace, the title for the night, Brian Ace, has got to be the coolest show ever. <laughs> no, no, no. Call it the coolest the coolest show we've done yet. That's the name of the show. There it is. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead, Hugh Diddy. Go ahead, brother. Nah, man. I was just saying, like, Switchblade, man. I enjoy him. Um, As far as the whole Forbidden Door thing, I'm mm-hmm. going back to that. I, I, I feel exactly what you're saying. 
Dwayne, it is kind of watered down nowadays. But like you said before, just being on the marketing side of things, it creates right. that buzz. It still gets the viewers in. It does. So, like, I, I get what they're doing. Um, Like I said, it, it brought me to the table. I haven't right. watched AEW in months. Mm-hmm. But Dang. I heard that, that message. I came back out. Right. I came back out, which is like, hey, okay, all right, what's going on? Even though I didn't know, you know, it wasn't like a needle move, like you said, like John Cena or Roman Reigns. I knew it wasn't going to be anybody that big. But, of course, you know, I still tuned in. But I, I love the addition of Switchblade coming in, uh, showing face. I'm looking forward to see what's go- what they're going to do with them. So, they so let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question from a marketing standpoint. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, from a marketing standpoint, they, they pulled you in today. Now, what about next week? Was it enough? Was it enough to keep you invested for a little while to stick around for a little bit? From honestly, from what that little bit of showing, no. I'm gonna be, now, I'm gonna be honest with you. Now, once again, I, I I take it back to what you do best from a marketing perspective. Why not? Why didn't what they did work? It's like it's like they pulled you in for a moment because I noticed this is what AEW does. This has been my biggest gripe with them a lot. It's like mm-hmm. they, they 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 pull you in, but they can't hold you there. For me, at least, I can't speak like, for anybody honestly, else. To be honest, like let's say let's take Switchblade. I don't uh, even remember what he really did. Like I saw yes. his face, I saw the jacket, and that's all I re- really remember. Like I knew mm-hmm. he jumped somebody. I don't remember who he jumped, mm-hmm. why he jumped them. So I don't really know the storyline behind the whole thing. So right. maybe they built the storyline a little bit better and inserted them in that way. Then maybe I would tune in later on. Like, oh, okay, this is compelling. So maybe, maybe, maybe I can come back and, and see what's, what's going to happen if he's fighting MJF or if he's fighting CM Punk the next week, you know, but I honestly don't even remember who he interacted with. So, so, so if this, so if this is chapter one for you, do you come back next week for chapter two? Nope. Nope. See? I might, co- I might come back for Keith Lee, but that's only because I knew about Keith Lee before he got there. Sure. Right. Like I was a big fan of his before he even got there. So. Right. But that's Brian, about it. Brian H., what say you, brother? Well, for me, I think because I finally seen like I, I'm starting to see Adam Cole rise to the top. So mm-hmm. that alone got me hooked, right? Um, okay. The fact that he said, "Look, I got an announcement, or I got some business to take care of," he shows up at the end of the show. Just doing that segment alone, like we breaking this down, right? So you, you we looking at the Jay White. It's not Jay White that's going to bring me back. But mm-hmm. it's more so of Adam Cole navigating that situation because what I'm seeing is the Young Bucks said, wait a minute, you didn't tell us. we. This is a potential problem here. So now I'm like, oh, snap, well, what did Adam Cole do? And then he's like, no, nah, we good. We bullet club for life. So And then he comes out later. So just from that situation, it was more about Adam Cole and less about Jay White. That's got me coming back. So hmm. to answer okay. your question... Based on that, that's a good way sure. to get it. No, I, t- I mean, it's trust me, me, I get it. It's that's... giving me ROH feel. It's giving okay. me ROH it, feeling. It definitely And I love is, ROH, is, so it's like, yeah. So th- that might, that alone might get me to come back. I think Ring of Honor is the ROH. I think Ring of Honor is the reason I don't give AEW any slack because I've seen them pull me in with a little bit of time and not a lot of exposure. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. I've seen them put on shows and have a product that were all storyline based that, you know, surrounded inside the ring. It wasn't a whole lot of theatrics to it, like behind the so behind closed doors and behind the scenes stuff. It has proven that you can create a wrestling project and create enough buzz for your wrestling product based off your talent and what you bring to the table inside the ring as far as storylines, so on and so forth. And then like with with AW's billion dollar budgets and TV deals. You know what I mean? It's like to me, you're not getting an excuse because I watch people with very less do more, right? Yeah, make themselves a yeah. fan. And Roderick, I watched Roderick Strong go 70 minutes. There's, there's not too many guys that are better than him inside the ring, but you don't hear people say, "Yo, Roderick Strong is the guy." That's not what they remember when you say Ring of Honor. And he was there in the heyday. You know, he was one of the last guys to show up. You know, he was he was the later member. Of undisputed era, you know what I mean. That is so true. it's not it's not like you you know we're like oh it's just a wrestling because we just love the ring. No, it's not. They were able to take that little bit of time that they have those DVDs, those live shows, those TV tapings, 
those guys became stars because they didn't care. Those are the guys that everybody assumed just weren't going to make it in WWE because they didn't fit the stereotype. And you have guys like CM Punk and Dane Bryan, you know, who shattered those glass walls, shattered those glass ceilings, you know, to prove that that style of wrestling does draw, which is, which is to be honest to me, the basis of what AEW has started the entire company on. Because that's the style of pro wrestling that, that they were told this is not what makes you a lot of money. Yeah. Right. And then AEW takes that style of wrestling and it puts it on the forefront and they've done great. You know what I mean? It has it has them wanting to compete with the, you know, the sports entertainment mastermind. So, I you know, it's it's it all comes down. New money. Still a little shaky. Your business can't survive without new money. Right. You know what I mean? So. That is true. That we'll is we'll true. see if this if this forbidden door pays off. Now, now, now they got Keith Lee, former NXT champion, uh, former NXT North American champion. We all know what you know what he did on the Indies. Some would say, you know, well, you could say pretty much his main roster uh, run flop. Was that enough to keep you coming? Like, no, that's the wrong question. Do you, do you like the debut and his presentation? When he walked out there, as you being uh, realness, as you being somebody who like pays attention to charisma from the moment they leave the curtain, did uh-huh. you see more of a comfort level and more of Keith Lee being himself? Or I mean, do absolutely. you think? He, okay, go ahead. I mean, absolutely, absolutely, man. I think I think he's a guy that they should have just let him be himself. I think they put too much pressure on him to be something that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and um, to me, he has a lot of Mark Henry attributes. Yeah. Like Mark Henry was a guy that you know he could be built as a world champion, but it's like, but if you put him there too soon, you know what I mean? He didn't have to yeah. be. He could he could be the world's strongest man for twenty years, and and, and it would never he would still be a Hall of Famer. I kind of feel the same way about Keith Lee. I think they put him in a bad situation trying to make him something that he wasn't because they were trying to push him, and it's like, well, he wasn't. Organic there, enjoy who Keith Lee was. They didn't need to change anything with him. So, mm-hmm. to answer your question, man, I think him just being allowed to be himself was enough. Let him be the big, the human wrecking ball. Like, that's what he is. You know what I mean? His spots, let him show his athleticism. Let him come out there and put on his matches. He don't have, he don't have to say anything. He can pose. He can look at you with his million-dollar smile. You know what I mean? He, I, I don't, I think WWE did too much with him. I think Triple H figured it out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I just think that they just sometimes WWE overdoes things, like they put too much makeup on. Like yo, you don't have to, you know you're you're pretty without all that. You don't got to put that much makeup on. It's not necessary. And uh, I think he looks he looks so much more comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. No, they do. It's it's been out of hand recently. Like it's been <laughs> way out of pocket as of recently. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's um, I'm happy he gets to be himself. That's like Adam Cole. You know, we heard the rumors about you know Adam. Uh, We'll even go back further. We remember STR talking about why they left, why they requested their release or whatever it was. I don't know if they their contract ran out or what. I think their contract was running. They signed an extension and then they didn't sign a new contract after that. When when they showed them the gimmick they wanted them to do, and they decided, yeah, this isn't for us. We didn't have an idea. We didn't like this. And the the streamlining process to try to get to Vince and say this isn't a good idea for us was too complicated. And then in between that, you have people trying to sabotage you. Politics, right? Yep. They decided to leave, you know, and, and one of the things I respected about them is they didn't come there to say AW, WWE sucks because they try to make us wear these suspenders and clown gimmicks. They're stupid. We're here now. No, they were like, look, man, we don't have no, this has nothing to do with what we did before. We're here because we want to be the best tag team in the world. And I was like, man, I respect that because they made it all about FTR, yeah. right? They made it all about them. They didn't make it about the other company. They, they, they left gracefully. They left respect. Wasn't they said we had an issue with Vince? Vince apologized to us. Said, I apologize for the system being broken. I, I don't know how to fix it right now. You know what I mean? They were themselves. Yeah. Adam Cole's another one. Like you know, we hear the rumors about what they had planned for Adam Cole because they just didn't see. You know, he's a smaller guy. They just didn't see him in this light. You know, it, it got over amongst the smaller argument. Mm-hmm. And they weren't yeah. gonna let him. I love the fact that he's an AW. He gets to be himself because I would have hated the fact that they changed him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we had issues. We 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 were tiptoeing with the Viking Raiders, you know. We knew them as War Machine, you know what I mean. 
yep. you know, in, in Ring of Honor. You know, two guys from the top prospect tournament. They faced off against each other, Hanson and Rowe, and then they became a tag team. And then eventually had to make some some copyright changes. They were they were the War Raiders. You know, they were Hanson and Rowe. And then they, you know, they turned them into Vikings and they came out of the Viking experience. And everybody's like, wait a goddamn minute now. <laughs> We're going too far. It wasn't uh-huh. broke. You don't need to fix it. And then they they kind of they kind of found a balance. And the good thing about the Viking Raiders is who they were didn't change too much. Maybe just their gimmick and their look, which was very similar to what they were doing anyway, which was okay, right? Yeah. And then you got a guy like Keith Lee. They just kept on trying to turn this guy to something that he wasn't. And I'm like, man, you don't need to do that. You don't got to push him to the moon either. Let him be the human wrecking ball. That's what he does. He has a very smash mouth athletic style and that by itself was fine i'm upset that wwe can't capitalize on that because i don't think aw knows how to book people right i'm not a fan of how they they, they get some things right some things they don't get right i'm like bro they don't know what to do with them because it, yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of times there's no consistency it's not a lot it, it, there's a lot of it's a lot of small nuances that's why even when you leave wwe your, your star is never brighter you know what i mean right. some guys make that much noise where you have to pay attention to what they're doing because they become stars outside of the WWE, but you got to be special. I'm not saying that they're not a guy like Drew McIntyre. Drew Galloway was special. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even then, you don't remember half the stuff he did outside of WWE. You remember everything Drew McIntyre's done now since he's been back. You don't even remember Drew, Drew McIntyre when he first debuted, right? Right. Nope. Like no, no one talks about those. You, if I ask you, what's your favorite Drew McIntyre moment before he came back? You gonna sit there for at least ten minutes trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about Keith Lee. I'm glad that AEW provides guys like them to be themselves. Like you don't got to switch nothing up. My thing is, I'm just like uh, I just hate the fact that it has to be an AEW because I'm like you just you never know what you're gonna get. That seems like to me that their stuff is all over the place all the time. It's usually, it's usually like two or three solid storylines, but then it's kind of all over the place. And I'm just like, eh, you just got to take it for what it is and you enjoy it for what it is, and you keep it moving. Yeah. Um, you know, but. I think he's way more comfortable. I think he Lee looks settled. He looks relaxed. And um, I don't know. Let's see what we do. Like, well, I, I don't know. Like I said, you, you you look at guys like Malachi Black. You know what I mean? Came in with some buzz. You know, he was a center of attention for about two weeks. And then he just he had to get away fit. And now he's part of a tag team, the, the Devil Castle, whatever guys they are, right? And then you yeah, have, him and Brody uh, King. Yeah, that, that's why, you know, I'm cracking jokes, of course. And then you had... You had um, <laughs> You had a guy like Andrade. Andrade debuts. He's the center of attention for two weeks. And then he, he's got to get in where he fits in. You know what I mean? You got a guy like Miro. He's he's a center of attention for two weeks. And then he, and they just fall like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yo, where, how do you get attached where, to these? Where, where is he? He's probably taking time off because he's probably got some, he's probably got his contract that he can take off and go hang with his hot wife whenever he wants to. And he's probably getting paid double for it. No one, no one is as nice as the guy as Tony Khan may possibly be. Oh yeah, dude, you're absolutely you're a great wrestler. Yeah, exactly. They working that guy. You know, <laughs> you know he, he may he may have requested time off. He may what you call it, but you you know that sometimes time off can be your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always about what have you done for me lately. That's what fans grab, and you know, most pro wrestlers' biggest fears are out of sight, out of mind. You know, yeah, yeah. So that's my yeah, that's man. Why I, you know, that's that's my biggest thing with AEW. Yeah, that's the thing I was, you know, a little worried about is how, where do we go from here? How do they yep. book the Keith Lee? You know, that's always the question we ask. I want to see, okay, he's over there. No, I'm not saying put the title on him right now. Pac is but, another one. Huh? Oh, man, goodness. He wrestles yes. and disappears for six months, wrestles and disappears for six months. First, he's part of the Death Triangle, then he's a part of a different tag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, Puts really out killer promos, killer, killer yeah. video packages from AEW, unbelievable stuff, and then there's no follow up. Now, I get having less dates, but I think maybe it, 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 I, that's probably the issue. Nobody has figured out a way to have less dates but keep you relevant. Like WCW had it compared to WWF because they didn't. I'm assuming, and you know, Paul Hogan and Nash just didn't do house shows. So when they went over there, it was just easier because taking out, you figure taking out the house shows, that cuts your schedule in half. Yeah, but you gotta think about it though. You know why it is, right? Because there was nowhere to go but to that television set every Monday. Yep. It was it wasn't it wasn't on demand. There was no social media, there was no YouTube. If you missed it, you missed it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and when they had all eyes on a the product, they legitimately had all eyes on the product. That's just the yeah. that's just a sign of the times. That's nobody's fault now. And I and that's right. why like you can you can never expect today's product to even have the remotely the same impact that Resident had when it was literally built around television in the eighties and nineties. Because yeah. if you didn't if you everybody had to go to TV, I don't have to go to TV now to know what's going on. I can go to my phone, I can go to social media. I can go to three or four social media accounts or, or uh, mediums. You know, I can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I can, I, and if that, if I don't get a day, I can go to YouTube. Like, I don't have to go. I don't have to watch it on Wednesday nights at ten o'clock, especially if I want to see my favorite superstars. I, I have my favorite superstars at the press of a button, as a as as a twitch of a finger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's difficult to make to make a superstar stay relevant. So then when WWE has to change how they do it, all of a sudden it rubs people like us the wrong way. And now WWE's stupid; it doesn't make any sense. But they're still making millions of dollars with, and, and they're making new megastars like Roman Reigns. They let that man be himself. He's the one guy that let be himself after trying to control his his image for so long. And, and look, yeah. and he's a gold mine now. Mm-hmm. You know, like. The Usos, you did top tag team in the world, always relevant, you know. Yep. AJ Styles, you know, there's there's Man. there's a handful of guys. That's just that's just how it works. Like I said, it's just I'm waiting for that from AEW. And, and don't get me wrong, they're not going to do it overnight. Like I know it's still fresh, but you know, like I said, I'm very like yo, I don't have to. I, like some wrestling fans are like, no, I, I've never had this before, so I just want to enjoy it. So I'm going to make myself like it all. You know, you gonna take like for when we watch, we watch Ring of Honor on on Sundays, right? Yeah, yeah. We we we're from the you know the East Coast, home of Sinclair Broadcasting, so we got access to Ring of Honor regular TV. Some of those were bad shows. Who cares though? You know why? Because it was a Sunday afternoon. It was the only wrestling you saw, and there's one wrestling that we were affiliated with, and that we, that we saw live, so we were familiar with the characters, the people in in and out of the ring. We saw Hangman Page before he was Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Like we sat there, we sat there in the third row watching him as BJ Whitman's young boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we saw Tommaso Ciampa try to do what he's doing now back then with that with that blonde mohawk, and they just wouldn't connect it. <laughs> right? We saw yeah. Damian Priest. Run around with with uh with, with BJ Whitmer and Whitner and um and uh what's his name the devil guy uh Kevin Sullivan uh, uh, punishment oh, Martinez yeah. like that's uh, when we first saw those guys you know what I mean so it's uh, not like it's our right. first rodeo yep Jordan popped up at ten o'clock shoot I'm turning it on. And you didn't criticize, oh, this is dumb. Josh the Goods Woods can't do this. Nah, you just watched it. Jonathan Gresham. You watched that man go out there and and put on wrestling because that's what it was. That's that's how that's how people used to watch wrestling back in the 80s. 70s, 80s. You just watched what they gave you. You appreciated it. You didn't break it down. You didn't criticize it. You didn't critique it and say, oh, this show was phony. Man, you're like, look, man, it's wrestling on a Sunday afternoon. You just take it for what it is. You know? Even, even, even in, in the heyday. Saturday, WCW Worldwide, Saturday mornings. It was William Regal and Fit Finley in the ring at MGM Studios. <laughs> yep, it was you Alex watched those Wright. matches. It was Alex Wright and Disco Friday. You'd be lucky if you get a Booker T on, on that show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was wrestling, so you enjoyed it. You had to take what they gave you. You know, WCW Saturday night. You better hope Macho Man was at least to cut a promo. He might not wrestle. Yeah. It was stunning Steve Austin and an old Ricky Steamboat in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or who are flying Brian Pillman and you know what I mean? He was gonna get that TV title defense and maybe the US title. You 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 didn't criticize that, you know what I'm saying? Because you just appreciated for what it was. Right? Now now come Monday and Thursday. <laughs> that's that's when it matters. Sunday night heat, it's a shotgun Saturday night. It came on at midnight on, on Fox. You didn't care. It, it, every week it was the same match. It was the Hardys. And SA Rios every week and, and, and too much. And sure too much. And too much. <laughs> Don't forget Poppy Tiger Ali Singh. Tiger Ali Singh, yeah, he come out there, he run his mouth, he make people lick his feet and stuff and weird <laughs> stuff, man. Tired. Like I was a huge <laughs> fan of hey, SA Rios. Mm-hmm. I, heck yeah, like I was a huge fan of SA Rios because him and Lita came out there together. Lita was right doing a Lita come around the first time I saw it. He yeah. started. He started. The Hardy saved Lita for the first time that I remember. I could be wrong. It was on Shotgun Saturday Night. He kept oh, losing. He kept. 
he kept losing and, and he tried to spaz on her and they came out and rescued her. And then yep. she was team extreme the rest of the way. Her career skyrocketed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like when you when you watch wrestling now and compared to then, you, you're you going to watch it with a, a different eye, right? I don't expect a 10-year-old to watch the product the same way I'm watching it now. But if AEW Impact is catering to my generation, you got to come with something stronger than that. Yep. I'm just saying. Speaking of impact. So I mean, in I, regards to guys coming in, come, I, go ahead. Uh, uh, I was going to do <laughs> I watched um, Jordan Grace lose the uh, digital media championship to Matt Cardona. And man, he's on a roll. <laughs> like, like He's got he, to be the hottest independent wrestler on the planet right now. Did you see his shirt? I did. <laughs> yes. Another one they dropped it. the ball on. Ah. The, Fed, the Fed was my developmental. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think he's better because he's he left or, or got fired or whatever. Like, I, he's I, way better. You know, I think because of that, you know, yeah, it would have been cool, but he, you know, sometimes you got to get kicked out to like really get your juices going. And I think that's what happened to him. I do not want him to go back to WWE anytime soon. He's got to be about 34, 35. He's around our age. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to go back until like yeah. almost 45. Because he proved, one, he, he's going to stay in good enough shape to go back at 45 because he's going to look like Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode is 45. He proved, mm-hmm. his whole point was, I'm going to prove that I'm a star again. Right? And one thing that Matt Cardona, if you know people that don't know who we're talking about, he he made it very clear when he went to AEW and he he asked for some outrageous demands. And Cody's like, I love you, brother. I mean, Cody was in his wedding, but uh, we that's a little bit much. We ain't going to it. And that was fine. He had he he did his dates. I think he had like four, two or three dates, maybe four dates. And he finished off with the match, and that was it. And he kind of went on his own. And then he, you know, he took some time off. Then he showed up in uh impact he does impact and then he does every major indie like he's got his own set of action figures out like he has brett this his podcast is through the roof he has he has proven before that he knew how to turn himself into a star he has way more weapons now in this in this era yeah we talk about 2011 2012 we talk about like 10 11 12 years later and this dude's got so much more his arsenal he doesn't need it like I want him to go back to WWE when he's tired and he's tired of running the streets. Like get like Drew Galloway was like, I'm 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 the biggest superstar in the world right now. That's outside of WWE, but I'm getting tired because every, every show's not a good show. Every situation mm-hmm. isn't a good situation. Every flight is not a good flight. You know what I mean? You get to that point where you want to settle down and you want to get into a routine where you like, listen, if I move to WWE, I at least know I'm gonna travel well. I'm gonna stay in the best of situations. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get, get the same meal. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my food. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have structure. It's, it's five, it's a five star experience. If you can deal with all the backstage politics, that's the worst of your problems. Backstage politics. On the independence, you don't know what you're gonna deal with a lot of times. But you got to do it because you got to stay the top. You got to stay the most relevant superstar outside of WWE. And I think Matt Cardona is knocking on those doors. He's not afraid to go there. Yeah. You know, like I said, all the stuff he's done in GCW and you know what he's doing to Impact. And of course, when I, when he, when he had. He made all that buzz in GCW. I, and the next week, he said, I'm challenging for the Digital Media Championship. I said, everyone's going to put their belt on that guy. I mean, he 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 invented that championship. He has the internet title. Yeah, that sure did. Like, he didn't, he, he he invented it, and then he updated it. And now he's actual, he's legit internet champion. So, like, Digital Media <laughs> Championship is literally, like, the television title. Because that was the modern, like, you always need a TV title, right? Your TV title's on the same level as the European Championship, you know? That mm-hmm. third level television championship. That's that's so you feel like so so pro wrestling can trick us with the psychology and make us feel like we're seeing a good show because we're watching a championship match on on regular TV, right? Yeah, that's why you have Thunder every 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 week on WCW. Thunder, you saw Booker T and Fit Finley going at it for the television title. You know, you seen Diamond Dallas Page getting into a match man for the United. You know, and the, somehow the United States Championship was involved. You know, that's 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 how you keep your fans and your television happy. 
because you've seen a guy fighting for a championship is a, a big deal. And this dude's rate rate face face of uh um Trevor Murdoch for the NWA uh World Heavyweight Championship sir, in the NWA. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh that that would be huge. I don't know if he can commit to the NWA, but Matt Cardona's on fire. Yeah. Yes, he is. He definitely is. That's your favorite wrestler, ain't he? He was not my favorite wrestler. I just I respect him so much. <laughs> I respect I respect what he's what he's done so much. Like I like you know me. I'm always a self made guy. So yeah, that's anytime, why. Like I feel like y'all would like y'all be like best friends. Yeah, like he, y'all would sit there and talk action figures and, and have this long conversation about figures that you probably know some stuff that he probably don't even know. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> These dudes are pretty in depth. They put me to shame. <laughs> I think I think he's doing his best work, and like I said, it's 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 hard to be a, a wrestler, and you have more relevance when you leave WWE, mm-hmm. right? And he kind of does, and that's that's yeah. where you want to be at. That's that's the space you want to be at. And and to me, I feel like a lot of guys in AEW, I hate to keep going back to AEW, they're not getting that. And, and the Impact's guilty too because the Good Brothers, man, right? <laughs> that's my favorite tag team. But it's like, man, the stuff that I remember the most of what they were doing was in AEW. Impact is just a different type of product. So it's like, it's, you know, and they, they haven't had a chance to go back to New Japan. Like, New Japan would have been, you know, with COVID and everything, would have been, you know, thunderous for those guys because they could have jumped right back in the mix. And, and New Japan is is in need of established talent. You know what I mean? As far as brand names is concerned, you know, but it's just like those guys, they did that for they wanted to stay in the States, marry there for we a bit much mm-hmm. so respectably so but like i say i, I it's, it's hard to ray mysterio had to do it you know when when yeah. ray got booed you know he was he was number 30 picking it wasn't daniel bryan he knew like i gotta walk away but when he came back he came back with to a hero's welcome he came back respected mm-hmm. you know what i mean and he, he's uh he's he, he's an og he's on a cover of uh more action figures on the cover of the game he got his son involved i'm sure he's got mm-hmm. a pretty pretty tight creative control in regards to you know what he him and his son he gets the mentor son he gets to work like man he's this is a guy that was booed we just we didn't value him because we were used to him you know what i mean yeah Uh, you hit that right on the head brother but um yeah uh we're gonna gonna cut this one a little short tonight i purposely purposely kept wwe out of the rundown I, 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 when I knew we could do it. It was gonna come eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was given instructions a couple of years ago by the real Dwayne Allen as I <laughs> break down the fourth wall. All right, look, Brian H. We ain't gonna make this a WWE show, not WWE wrestling. Around. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You probably don't even remember that conversation. <laughs> I missed it. I timed out. I just came out there. Uh, everybody's laughing. <laughs> I said that um, there was a couple years ago that you said, uh, we ain't going to make this a WWE show. This is not Wrestling Rome brought to you by the WWE. <laughs> We're going to talk more than other wrestling promotions. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was around the time I was going on strike anyway. <laughs> No, this was afterwards. It was shortly after because I had just moved back home. You was on strike when I was up north. That was 2015, right? Yeah, but no, you said this in 2017. Oh, wow, really? Oh, okay, well, yeah, okay. we, was, we, was, playing in season, we was playing in season four. Well, and, what was, uh, we was out going, there? We was going about, uh, we was put, put together the Rising Star show. And, okay, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yep. was talking about the, uh, the uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Mm-hmm. And then you went on, you know, this is in pre-production. This is what we do, folks, you know, sit down. We plan the notes. Brother Hugh right there, he will, you know, make sure the notes are organized so that he can get them together, the marketing materials, you know. Um, like we was at MCW the other day. You should have been there. You might have missed us. Uh, you couldn't have, you know, two brothers walking right. around with wrestling around hoodies and gloves on. Okay, somebody wanted to smoke. <laughs> A lot of eyes, know, by the way. A lot of eyes. Yeah, yeah. We, we know Brother Hugh caught the eyes. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a that's a uh, conversation for the realness <laughs> after after we get off the air. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. We that, that yeah. <laughs> but um speaking yeah. of wrestling speaking of wrestling realm hoodies, make sure y'all y'all visit the website and go and get you one. You know what I'm saying? See, see. Please buy a hoodie, please. There you go. There you go. Be like right Mr. Main there. Event. It's right there. there. Merch available. WrestlerRound.com. There we go. Speak, speaking of hoodies, Mr. Marketing Manager, we wouldn't be supposed to be set up the we gotta do a new media shoot. Yes, we do. I gotta lose some weight well, first, but we'll get there. Yeah, me too. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, but I had French toast this morning. Only two slices that I made myself. So that should count for that something. Is, should be healthy. I gotta eat my then. supposed to drink my milk and do some more chucks, but uh yeah, I got you. You All said right. you gotta lose you, you gotta lose weight. <laughs> I do, man. No, I ain't say that. Oh, I, I, th- I thought that. brother oh, no, you said it. No, that was me. That I know you here. said it. <laughs> no, I said I got to do my push up to eat my vegetables. That's what I said. Yeah. You know, I like, I like to wear my shirts a certain a certain a certain size. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yep. One thing I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna change my shirt size. I got to change me. Yeah, there you go. That's the smart way go. to do it. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we about to get out of here. Well, y'all about to get out of here because uh. <laughs> We we got a story for the real the way now, and that ain't for the air. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I signed up for just in time. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all check out everything Wrestling Realm related. Thank you for joining us this week on the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure you go to Twitch, because uh, guess what's coming in the mail very soon? It's one of the games, and I will complete all the games on my five video game list. And that is SmackDown. Here comes the pain. SmackDown, mate. You close the pain. You close the pain. You close the pain.